the guest judge was Taylor Bennett. So, funny story, I did not know Chance the Rapper had um, a brother. brother. Uh, it really took me this episode to figure that out. I thought it was cool because I was not expecting him to be a judge on the show. Me either. It's all really random, but you know. I like seeing the random like people that they have, though. I feel like that makes it so much more interesting from a yeah. judge point of view. Yeah, I guess you can say. Um, this how uh whoa this episode broke my heart. Why? Because my house got eliminated. Oh yeah, that's right. But I'm really proud of where they got, and I will continue supporting Ninja. I absolutely love Mother Dolores and her speech that she said at the end. Oh my God, that got to me. Uh, yeah. Emotions. Um, Emotions taking me. For Rise of the Fembots, I really liked uh, Cheyenne Escada. I really liked her outfit. And she was also really good. I thought Balmain was really good. Father Balmain. Jamari. Especially when he fucking did that thing where he reeled out his leg. Oh! Oh, yeah, that was really cool. He's really good. He showed... I feel like he showed... This is when Balmain started to pique my interest. Yes. Because of Father Jamardi. Why did I say it like that? Did you hear that? What happened? I said (laughs) Jamardi. They were at the bottom and then they really started to bring it here. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. Father Jamari deserved the win. Yeah, and then uh, they did a production as a house. For this one, when Michaela jumped out of that egg, did some backflip acrobatic shit in stripper heels, I gagged it. <laughs> I love um, Balmain's fashion for this episode. I thought that that was cool. I it looked very um intergalactic to me, very costumey. And then, like you said earlier, sadly the house of it was uh Escada and Ninja at the bottom for the night and sadly Ninja lost the battle against Escada. It was really sad. It was sad, but I really did like that they gave uh Shannon a chance to defend the house and really highlight her for a moment there. Who? Uh, the person they sent out for the redemption battle. Ninja? Yeah, I think her name was Shannon. Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Because no, Escada... Balenciaga is in my head. <laughs> no, because Escada had Cheyenne, so it's like both... Oh, okay. Okay, so that that's probably where... Oh, and speaking of Miss Cheyenne for a second... I have to say, the first time I saw her outfit, I was like, it's giving me very much dollar store glow sticks. Oh my god. But I kind of, I like, it grew on me. And it's weird, because outfits don't really, like, grow on me, but that outfit really grew on me. I don't know. Um, At the end, though, I do believe that Cheyenne Escada did deserve the win for her house. But it was just really, really sad seeing uh, Ninja Girl. Yeah, they were such a talented house. and 
Yeah, and I really like what they stood for. You know, they were a bunch of uh, cis women in, you know, in, in the community. In ballroom. And really cool. Sends a, a good message, you know? Yeah. The next episode was one of our favorites. Girl, this was hands down the best episode of the season. Period. Capes and tights, and it's another money ball. And girl, Miss Winnie Harlow was our guest judge, the yeah. model herself, the queen, and I loved her. I really loved yeah. her. And I really liked her outfit too. Yeah, girl, she looked like a fucking boss. Oh, uh, and then the, the Queen of Titans Vogue Fem category. Didn't Father Balmain do that, Jamari? Um, most likely he did. Let me see. Because he walked Vogue Fem for the last episode in that category. But, uh, and I think that category specifically, they did an emphasis on poses. Or was it best dress? Oh, no, that was best dress, probably. Um, oh, yeah, it was... Ja- bitch! Jamari won! Okay, period. <laughs> yeah, because Jamari's just that bitch. When it comes to Vogue Femme, he is so good. Really good. He is really good. So this episode had a concept of villains versus superheroes. So basically, the houses uh, walked against each other, and then the winner of the first round... Um, had to go up against a supervillain and if the supervillain won they got the money but if that or if the house won they got they ended up taking the money home um so for the first battle it was shady baby against uh jamari and everybody knew who shady baby was (laughs) shorty exactly everybody knew who they were yeah so shorty jamari was nasty in this battle. He fucking teabagged him. He teabagged him. And it was just like, oh my gosh. He literally fucking sat on his face. Really did. Jamari did not come to play. Jamari was like, I am here and I am going to win this for my house. He said, smell my balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. the next category. They did a hands performance. Uh, Mr. Gravity. Yes, I really like Gravity. I also really liked Yo-Yo uh, Escada. She came out as Raven, and I, I liked her outfit, the Raven outfit. And then she's really good at uh, hands, but Carlos really caught my attention. And uh, as much as I love Gravity, I wish both of them could have... Uh, but anyways... Carlos won the category and he ended up going against uh, the Beast. The beast. Uh, for Super Fashionista, they came out as uh, in their best outfits and Mother Erica walked out as Storm and that was amazing. I really loved it. I also really liked, uh, oh my gosh, who was that? I don't remember what house they're from. Mm-hmm. Calypso. Calypso, oh. I think Balmain. Yeah. Uh, I really liked her poses. Were really good. And even Winnie Harlow was like, I'm going to use some of your poses in one of my shoots. And I was like, okay. I love when they come out for best dressed and they show their confidence. I feel like that is the biggest thing for me. 
Yeah, because I think best dressed, you have to sell your confidence and you have to sell the outfit as well. To wrap this episode up, we're just going to talk about the Wonder Twin Power. It was a tag team. It was Runway and Vogue Femme. And Levin completely demolished the competition. But... The villains. Two, the villains. The villains did not come to play. Miss Lolita Leopard 007 and my and fucking bitch. My bitch. I'm sorry, honey. If you get if you get mad at that, you're not my bitch. But like, I fucking love you, bitch. I'm your bitch. <laughs> I'm your bitch. There you go. Oh my God. As if she's gonna watch this. The villains completely killed Levin. I'm so sorry. She fucking snatched I, their goddamn cape. She had a no capes moment. Said, I'm in the mode and I'm telling you no capes. Literally. Nah, but that was amazing. Yeah. But Levin still uh, won a superior house and no one went home. And then the next one was Atlantis. This I one... really like the octopus puss uh, category. <laughs> uh, oh, but that's such a funny ass name. It is a funny name. I love the concept for this episode. This episode, they were put into mega houses. So there was House of Ball Scotta, which was Balmain and Escada, and I love their work ethic. I feel like that is what made them win this episode. And then you had House of La Gorgeous. La Gorgeous. Nah, but I'm sorry, Ball Scotta was just that bitch. A moment that disappointed me in this episode was in Tales from Atlantis when they did face Runway and Vogue Femme. Uh it was kind of disappointing to see that Le Gorgeous had only sent out Lavin to walk the category. I understand they were trying to play with their strengths, but it was the first category of the night, so it was kind of disappointing to see just Lavin walk out. Yeah, I felt like the concept of this theme was to merge. And so yeah. when you merge, they should have chosen some of uh, Lavin and some of Gorgeous Gucci. Like... Yeah. Uh, Balscotta did. Yeah, at least one person from Gorgeous Gucci should have walked in that category. I really um, liked uh, Father Jamari and how he led this episode. This episode uh, got to show me more of how he leads, and I really, really respect him for all of the choices that he made. Yeah. I really liked the Octopus Plus category. It was the outfits were a little disappointing, and I can't remember which house it was that disappointed me. But one of the houses kind of disappointed me. Oh, it was uh, Le Gorgeous again. They kind of disappointed me. I don't know what happened that night, but the energy was lacking from both Levin and Gucci, and it was kind of sad because I really liked both of them. <laughs> so, yeah. And then for Merfolk physique, I had to pause this episode again and go get some water because. Jarrell walked body, and, you know, it was over for me. <laughs> but at the end of the night, it was over for them, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> the way that I just turned it over. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, you. I feel like it was kind of not deserved, but it was what we were expecting because... They really didn't bring it as much as they have before. as yeah. Especially La Gorgeous. I meant not La Gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it is House of La Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. La Gorgeous. Um, 
yeah, they just really didn't bring it. And what was sad was that after that, they made the two mega houses fight against each other in their respected houses. And once they pulled out Michaela, we already knew. And what kind of turned me off from the the gorgeous was when they started fighting with Boscata. Yeah, they were like, you guys are, what's that called? What did they kept saying? Like, that you're only in your city, known in your city, and like, we're worldwide. Oh, they were calling them virgins. How basically, they they haven't walked outside of the city they, like, they they reside in. There we go. I really didn't like that. I felt like that was them trying to get into Balscotta's head. Yeah. And again, what turned me off. Um, at the end was when Gorgeous Gucci ended. Father Jarrell got like a little nasty and mm. towards the guest judge, and she was. I mean, he didn't know that he was that she was asking for the name of the house, but even then, that's not a reason to throw so much attitude like the way he had did. I understood what he was trying to do, but it didn't. It still wasn't right. And it came off really, 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 really nasty. Yeah. And for the last episode from this season... I love the theme of this one. I love the theme of this one, and I loved all of the house productions. I did, but I will say my favorite was Balmain. I really liked Escada for this one. There, was it Escada that... That had, like, that whole church choir moment, or was that Lovin'? I'm pretty sure that was Lovin', because Escada's was, like, Greek theme. Uh, House of Escada got eliminated, and then for the final battle, they made uh, Bomain and House of Lovin' battle for each element, so they would send a person out. And it was kind of sad, because Lovin' had it, like, a lot, they had a little... They had downs in the season, but they had a lot of ups. And this was one of their downs for the season. I don't know what happened in the final battle. They they kind of just were lacking energy, and it was kind of sad to see. And that ultimately led to their demise because Balmain won. I really liked Balmain, and I love how Balmain and Lavin did this theme where, like, they changed from heaven to hell. Yes. But at the end, I just feel like loving. They oh. didn't bring it. They really, really didn't. Which oh. was, it was a little sad because that's not what we're expecting from them. Because they were so prominent within the season. But I feel like this is what showed us how Balmain can come together as a family. And how good of a leadership... And how good of a relationship Father Jamari has with his children. And I feel like they really did deserve it. Yeah. So for season two... uh, It was the same judges. It was the same judges. But for our houses, there was the House of Balenciaga, the House of Chanel, House of Comé Gaston, House of... Icon, House of Lux, House of Milan, House of Miyaki Mugler, House of Arici, Prodigy, and then Tishi. My pick was it's Tishi duh. Well, I had multiple picks, but um my pick was Tishi, Balenciaga, 
and another one of my picks was Icon, and I picked Icon because I loved the bond that they had. I really, really did. Um, my pick for this season was Balenciaga, but I also really liked uh, the Garçons, Icon, and Tishi. This, I don't know, this season was just really, really good. Yeah, they brought out a lot of, a lot more women from the community, which was really nice to see. For the first episode, so for this uh, season, the Grand March was split into two episodes since they had ten houses instead of eight. So they did five and five. And uh, the House of Balmain opened for the for the series, which was pretty cool. I'm going to be quite honest, for the Grand March for both episodes, none of them really stood out for me just yet because it was kind of just like a introduction so yeah. yeah me either um but this next one the third episode was one of my favorites of the season i love yeah. the theme the tinseltown old yeah. house miss mother tishi and just the house of tishi they fucking ate that shit yeah. i liked the uh house of milan's uh disco theme was this one the disco theme that they did yes yeah they did a disco theme and i really liked that yeah i really don't like how jamila kept saying i don't think i hope that they just did this for dramatics but i really don't like how she kept saying that all the other houses were fucked because of tishi i kind of felt like that was super disrespectful she said that like three times throughout the season I really felt like that was so disrespectful to all of the other houses. Seven Deadly Sins really liked Megan's outfit, really liked uh, Normani's outfit, really liked Naomi's outfit. and I love Normani, having her on the show. Yeah, I really liked uh, the House of Balenciaga's performance for this one. Like, I really liked their Grand March that was really good with the, how they did it with the lights and that moment they... Uh, it was really good, and then this one was really good because they did Greed, and they did um, they did like a Candyland theme for Greed, and I I loved how they executed it. It was awesome. I really did. Honey is that bitch. Honey really is that bitch. And I also really liked uh, the Tishi's performance for this one. Mother Tishi was scary. She really was. Scary. I love how they did a lot more stop motion, like with the lights in this season. When the yes, lights turned. I like the lights, of the lighting effect. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and the production too, like the camera. Um, Superior House for the Night was Balenciaga, of course. Uh, and the Redemption was... Battle was Icon and House of Milan. And sadly, the House of Milan went home. Which I didn't really understand the judges. Um, not getting the greed i thought it was there personally i understood the concept and i thought it was good um yeah i did too because it's like greedy you're greedy you want more and more and more and that's why you're stealing yeah you know i don't understand how they didn't get that but i i got it personally but i don't know I like the judging for this season. I like how they had, like, discrete scores. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool element that they added into this season. 
I also really like that they changed it from uh, how they just had that point system added in. The next ball was the Pop-Tart ball, and the guest judge was Taraj P. Henson. I really loved her as a judge. She was probably one of my favorite guest judge. Yeah, me too. Judges. Me too. Um, and I really liked the category they did. They did like a Vogue with hip hop. And I thought that was so cool. I really liked how the house, all of the houses that performed this week really did a good job with how they incorporated hip hop into their performances. From a fashion standpoint, I love how they all had different artists uh, in regards to Paul Part. Oh my yeah. God. And I'm sorry, but Tishi. Tishi with it. Andy Warhol, because that's what they did, right? Yeah, Tishi did Andy Warhol. Oh my fucking god, Tishi was just that bitch. Tishi, this is also one of the episodes that just, like, made me, whenever I see Tishi, like, hard eyes. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, Tishi did really good this episode. I really liked this performance. And then for the body category... Miss Mother Shannon came out fucking naked with pasties. She took her titties for her tans. She fucking won that shit, though. She killed it. She really did. And she won her house 10 more extra points for the night, and they ended up... Because they didn't do too good with the house perform, the house production. I think it was because they lost Honey, but I also... I. Yeah, I think well, it's just because they lost Honey. Yeah, when you lose a member, the dynamic is not necessarily there. Yeah, so, and that kind of threw them off, so, exactly what you said. Uh, but Shannon pulled through in the body category, and she, like I said, she shook her titties for her tent. And uh, House of Balenciaga ended up being Superior House again. And they fucking deserve that shit. Yes. And then House of Icon and House of Miyaki Mugler had to re- battle it out. And sadly, House of Icon went home. Yeah, I really liked Icon. I loved Father, the father of Icon. I don't remember his name right now. I thought he was so good at catwalking. I just really liked them in general. I, it was so I don't know. sad. There was just something special about them. Yeah, it was so sad seeing them go. Yeah, that was really sad. And the judges really told Miyaki Mugler to fix their cold attitudes towards each other. That was like, yikes. But they were right, though. They were right. And, I mean, it, look, that critique ended up helping them because look at how well they did to, like after this episode and just on from there, right? Yeah. So... Also, special moment for me was when uh, the guest judge um, saw where one of the members of Balenciaga, I can't remember who it was, but was getting into his head and she said, stop it, cut it out, you know, don't get into your head, I see where you're going. Uh, that was such a heartwarming moment that just really that I just, I love about this show. It really has some heartwarming moments between the judges and the the performers i love how she was able to because she's already known she's a big artist um 
And so it was nice to see her, you know, like talk to them from a performer, from a performer standpoint, not only from a performer, but like as a mentor, because yeah. she's, she's been there before. So I, I thought that was really beautiful. All right. On to the next ball. Um, really quickly, the before we get into everything else, I just have to mention Naomi's outfit. I really liked it. Whoever styled Naomi this entire season did a really good job. Every night she came out, I was like, oh, Maya Scott was the guest judge. Um, oh, and in case you don't know who that is, uh, Maya Scott is a transgender actress, model, and author. And she's also from the ballroom scene as well. And this episode, it was a... Um, yeah, it was the first money ball of this season and the only money ball. House of TC killed their all-house performance. They came out as the toy soldiers, and I loved it. I loved, love, loved, loved, loved it. Like we talked about last, like with the last episode, I love the stop motion lights that they were doing in this season, and I feel like they fucking ate that shit with the toy soldiers. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, and then when they marched off stage. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. For the and runway, then, for the runway routine, Balenciaga, they were that bitch. They were so in sync. It was crazy. Shannon, I think it was Shannon or someone did lose a shoe, which was a little disappointing. And surprisingly, they didn't get chopped, but... Yeah, because, yeah. like, mishaps happen all the time. I feel like what's more applauding is the fact that they lost their shoe, and I didn't even notice until the end. Until one of the judges said it. Yeah, I mean, I noticed as soon as it happened. <laughs> I didn't, because they were, they were so in sync. Yeah, they, they, whoever lost their shoe, they still, they still pulled through. Because, I mean, they still won the category. Simone Tishi killed it with the duck walk. Bro, they're so good. And Tishi... you could tell at the end, she was so tired. Well, she was fucking duck walking against everyone yeah and, and if you've never duck walked listen it is your fucking knees uh, yeah your knees it is really it's a workout it is definitely a workout yeah even so, my dad my dad was so impressed because he was like oh my god they've been duck walking for like the last three rounds and i was like yeah it was yeah, crazy it was great it was just Great. It really was. I mean, and the superior house of the night was Tishi. Tishi was just that bitch. And the next episode was the Oba Ball. And the guest judge was Adam Lambert. Seeing him on there, I was like, yes! I love the theme of this episode. I love the Bridgerton vibes. Yeah, Hashtag amazing. Very, I live that. Elegant, very fancy. Very Victorian era. I loved it. I really liked Balenciaga's house production, of course. This episode really hurt my heart. Um, because Tishi and Orichi were in the bottom. And if we're going off of who battled um the best, I one hundred percent agree with the judges and I would um choose Orichi. Yeah. Because the father of Richie can vogue. It was just so yeah. sad seeing 
Tishi leave. Yeah, it was because I really liked them. And oh my gosh, the drama. At I the mean, end. but they were right though because I. That's why I didn't like um how Jamila judged this season, especially Tishi. You could tell that she was biased, and I really didn't like every time that they would come out. And they would get tens across the board. Because, yes, they did deserve it. They were a really good house. And they're one of my favorite houses. But you shouldn't say that. Especially when the other houses are, like, watching backstage. Like, oh, all these other houses are fucked. Like, that literally tears their confidence down. Yeah. And I didn't like how she judged um, on this episode. I completely agree with um, Naomi. You don't judge based on how far they can go. You judge based on how they vote. How they vote down and how they competed. How they battle, yeah. Exactly. Like, I I really, really did not like that. Yeah, we we definitely talked about this <laughs> a little bit. And yeah, I think, I believe her name is Simone. But the drama, the end, with the whole speech and everything and the... Oh my gosh. It was edited, by the way. I ended up finding the unedited clip. I still completely didn't understand it. Because, you know, I guess just because uh, when you're you're not there, you don't know the full context of what's going on and, like, productions and behind the scenes. You know what I mean? But I could understand why someone was frustrated. But I mean, if you don't look at the edited version and you just see what the producers put out there, I mean, it was for a good standpoint. They made them seem like really ungrateful and they made um, they made it seem like they were just like, like I said, ungrateful. And they thought that they were all that, and they were like, oh, we don't deserve to lose. Yeah, it didn't really rub, that did not rub me the right way, what they did. Yikes. The next episode was Ice House, and oh my gosh, I thought that was so cool how they had Demi Lovato. Yeah, it was really interesting to see them there. I really, I loved it. I loved it, and um, Demi was just... They were funny. They were so funny. And I love their commentary. It was so fucking funny, especially towards the end. They were a little awkward. Which was, what was funny is when, I don't remember, I think it was either Law or, I think it was Law that was like, I'm going to give a nice, juicy, long, fat 10. And Megan, they were all kind of playing off of it. And then Demi at the end. <laughs> She goes, I'm too gay for anything long and juicy, but <laughs> I'm going to give you a 10 or something like that. I think it was from, uh, it was from Mugler, which, speaking of which, I really liked this Mugler, uh, what you would call it, production. Like, they, they, I really liked their house production. I was, did too. Really, I really liked the snow, uh, the snow trip theme the snow ski trip theme because um, it just worked so well with the poses you know it really did i really like how we saw ever since miyaki mugler was at the bottom we just saw them working so hard so and hard. then just you know persevering well 
persevering in the following episodes because you can tell that their hard work um and their work ethic was just like you know 100 percent, and they were just yeah. in it to win it yeah speaking of which i have to highlight their uh their performance from the last ball really quickly that i really liked their whole just that was really good too their house performance there uh, but I really liked this one, especially the whole, I, I love their outfits, and then the app, when Arturo, I think it was Arturo that came out in the ball, and then uh, Tati came out on the little snow ski lift thing, seat, which was also really cool, it just, that performance just kept giving us really cool stuff. I also have to shout out, um, Orichi, I thought it was really cool how they had Gillette on roller skates. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. I liked I liked how they did that. It really brought something just a little something extra to it. Sadly we saw uh so Orichi ended up battling Garcon and Garcon won the redemption battle, so sadly Orichi went home, and Mugler, Miyaki Mugler, was the superior house for the night. Oh boy, let's get into this episode really quickly. Oh my, this was the last one, right? This was nine. This was before the last. But one. it was. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, but Miss Tiffany Haddish. I was really excited to see her. In the beginning, because I was like, oh, cool. Like, I've, I haven't really, like, seen too much of Tiffany Haddish on screen. But I just... She's a really know, good actor. She's a really good actor, and I've seen her, like, she's just really funny in general. But she kept comparing herself to every single Vogue. And I, I... really didn't like that. I didn't like it either. I mean, like, that's not the point of the show. Right. You're coming up here to, like, she was really looking, I don't know what she was looking for, to be honest with you. Because the way she, I just, specifically what got me really pissed, and I, I swear to you, I paused the episode, I got up. When she fucking, when she fucking chopped Balenciaga. I got so mad. I got mad, too. I was like, what the fuck? Even my dad. My dad was like, they were doing so good. What the fuck did she want from them? They did so good. I don't understand what happened. Like, I'm telling you, my remote flew across my room. I was pissed. That's how fast I got up. I got so mad, and then I had to get up, grab my remote, pause the episode, and just had to calm my nerves a little bit. Because I was so mad when she chopped Balenciaga. They did so good. The category was literally... Virgin Vogue. Even, you know, when they were talking, it was Virgin Vogue. Newcomer energy to the performance. It wasn't supposed to be... Like, it was supposed to be all out, but it wasn't supposed to be crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they were supposed to be virgins. This was literally like an acting category. Right. Right. How do you take good and make it look like you're just beginning? You know what I mean? This shit That's really... basically what the category called for. It and fucking pissed me off, this. though. I don't know what she was looking for. I really don't know what she was looking for. 
it, it pissed me off. She pissed me off this whole episode. Really like, I, I'm so sorry. I Like, peace and love. Like, this is just a show, but you really made me mad. I don't even think she's going to watch this, but she really, really made me mad. And yeah. I was so happy when Law just went. <laughs> she lost him down. She's like, it's not for you. It's not for you. I was like, oh, Law. Law, wait. <laughs> but... Um, Miyaki Mugler did really do good this episode as well. I... They did do good, but I feel like Balenciaga deserved to win. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean... I... Yeah. I, I really didn't... I mean, I, I liked the beginning of it, but when he came out, I, I liked the tree thing, too, that he did. I just didn't like... It, it was a little distracting. You know, there was, it felt like there was a lot to look at. Yeah. Um, Cause you yeah. had Tati Mugler as like Britney Spears from the, oh my gosh, I forgot what award show that is, but award show that was that she did that performance. Wasn't but, it like yeah. circle, had, circus or womanizer? Uh, I think it was toxic is the the reference but anyways you had tati as britney and then you had arturo come out in like this tree thing and start dancing i understand it called for bizarre so that's how they got their like bizarre um aspect into it but i don't know it just uh, it just it really didn't you know i didn't like like you said um, Balenciaga should have done it. Oh my gosh! And then, sex the sex siren category was awesome. Sasha Gerson when she came out in the red feathers and everything that was awesome. I love um Sasha Gerson. That's the mother, right? Yeah, the mother. Yeah, it was so sad to see Garcon and Balenciaga at the bottom. I'm really sorry, but in my opinion, they should not have been at the bottom. At least Balenciaga. I feel like Balenciaga deserved Superior House. For that night. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so sad to see them battle against each other, um, seeing as both mothers used to be in the house together. Um, it was just, it was really sad. And when Garcon ended up losing, um, I love how Mother... Mother Shannon, she was like, I have the utmost respect for um, uh, Garcon, and they were able to, like, talk out their differences as well. I thought that was such a beautiful moment. Yeah, that was really nice. Uh, Overall, I liked the episode, but I think what really pissed me off was Tiffany, and also I think the energy was a little off for that episode. I don't know if that was just me. I didn't like their judging. Yeah, I, I really didn't. Judging. I didn't like the judging this episode. Yeah, and I love how even Megan, when she's the most unproblematic one, she got yeah. mad. When Megan gets mad, and everybody else gets mad, that's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know. It's like, uh, okay, come on now. And oh, before we move on to the last episode, I just wanted to go back really quickly and say I did not necessarily like. Honey's comment about her shoes. Yeah. I understand it was a costume malfunction, but 
I don't think Law should have docked points because of the comment. Um, the comment, I mean, it was a bad comment, but from a performer's point of view, when you are stressed, some shit just comes out of your mouth that you don't even, like, mean. Sometimes you just snap, and when someone asks you what's wrong, you're gonna say what's wrong. I mean... No, but not necessarily what's wrong, but sometimes you just, like, ostracize it as well, because we used to do that, too. Yes. Both of us. Yeah. Um, and just in case the listeners don't know, we were in a performance uh, club in high school. And it's stressful. So, it like, stressful. I understand that she was probably under a lot of stress. Not only that, but, like, Honey's sister died. Yeah, Honey's sister died and she came back. And then. And they were fucking. They were so. I feel like they were so. They went in on Honey. They were like, "Honey, you think you're that bitch, and your comp, your your ego is gonna be what tears you down." And it's like, I don't. I never saw that. I never saw that ego. I really didn't. It's just that Honey was good, and she was just. I feel like she was just trying her best to just you know be good for the judges and keep a cons a consistent um performance for them each episode with all of the shit happening in her personal life. Like, I feel like they were just, like, not... I didn't like that. I really, really did yeah, not like that. I agree. Yeah, some of the judging was definitely off this season. I really didn't understand Did you why. think that Honey was egotistical? I didn't get that at all. I, I just thought... That I didn't necessarily like the comments she made, but I will say, throughout the season, I didn't think her ego was getting in the way like she knows she's that bitch and she was being confident about it and that's what they want I think it was overconfident overconfident was father big daddy Jarrell um exactly anyway the last episode the last episode bitch the stakes were high the theme was uh, Ballroom 5000, so it was Ballroom in the, in the future. future. I loved both of the performances, but Balenciaga was my favorite. I Balenciaga was it. my favorite, too. But when it came down to the voguing categories where they split them up, I feel like Miyaki Mugler, that's where they... They, yeah. Because they were, they were, they're like they're, icons. I mean, um, Isn't the father an icon? No, I think, yeah, I think the father is an icon, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, for sure, what happened is is that that whole house is full of vulgars, is a thing. I love Mother Shannon, but she's just, that's not her strength, you know? Yeah, and they did, like, Vogue, Vogue categories. It wasn't necessarily, like, face or, like, right. body. If it was a face, if it was... Uh, the elements of Vogue and swap one out for face, maybe she would have, like, killed it. But, you know, she's just not a strong Vogue. And nothing's wrong with that, you know. That's just not her strength. Um, But that's honestly what, that, that was their demise. Like, But I love how that's how she led. Because she always let her children shine. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I love how she... That how she showed 
the capabilities that she had during the face and the body, especially during the body categories. But during the performances, she wasn't necessarily always the star. Right. So, yeah, it sucked that, you know, it's kind of sad because it would be cool. Like, it would have been really cool to see her vogue a little bit more. But, like I said, you know, it's not her strength. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, she just, she has her strengths. And that's just not one of them. And sadly, that's what led to her demise. I'm just going to, I sound repetitive. But anyways, yeah. And I Um, feel like, um, with all due respect... That is where Miyaki Mugler ended up rising to the top. Miyaki Mugler did deserve to win, and yeah. I'm very excited for season three. Yes, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what talent comes out next season. Yes, and so with that, we are going to quickly move on to our Billboard Hot 100 um, take on number one for the Billboard Hot 100. It is Butter by BTS, obviously. Um, We already said our opinions on this song um, last episode. So if y'all haven't seen that, you can go and uh, watch it. I'm still so proud that this is number one. I feel like they do deserve it. They continue to deserve it. And I want to see how long we can get this song on number one. I absolutely love this song. I love ARMY. And I'm so proud of us. And all of our accomplishments. Yeah, I think you said it great right there. Uh, And I agree with everything you said. They definitely do deserve it. And I believe top, no, the Good For You stayed in the second. Mm -hmm. And we already gave our opinions on that song last week. So uh, moving on to number three, we have Levitating, which was number four last previous episode or yeah they it moved yeah. up good for her good for her peaches rose to number four and then uh-huh. leave your door open um went to number five which right. i mean peaches is a really catchy song so i understand yeah. um i do still applaud bruno mars for and um anderson pack for staying up there that song's been up there for a while now they're doing pretty good yeah, Save Your Tears is still going on strong. I would love to see this song um, continue uh, their streak on the billboard. I feel like that would be very, very cool. Um, yeah. Kiss Me More stayed the same because it's a fucking bob. Yes, definitely it's going to be one of the like, songs we're going to be tired of by the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, I, well, no, I don't think so. I really, really like this song. Well, I hope not. I really like, yeah. Because like, I don't listen like, to the radio. Yeah, true. I don't listen to it as much either. So if anything, like, if we get tired of it, that's on us. True. You're right. <laughs> Deja Vu dropped. To number nine. And Astronaut in the Ocean rose. I'm so shocked. <laughs> Girl, you already know my thoughts of this song. I just... I want it to go away. I mean... What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? I mean, it's like TikTok that it's like, what you know about rolling down in the deep? I have 
depression. <laughs> I love the the remixes that people are making. Honestly, it's hurting me, like, inside. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, right? When yes. they, like, remix, like, mash it up with a song that does not... Does not go with it at all. It hurts. Yes. But we have a new song. We have a new song in the Billboard Top 10, and it's Bad Bunny's Yonaguni. And I have not heard this song yet. I have not heard this song either. And I'm a big fucking Bad Bunny's fan. I've been so fucking busy. Girl, it's okay. We get it. I've been um, busy, and I've been listening to podcasts to do my research. No, yeah, like, I want to get better in our podcast, and I just want to keep learning. Yeah, of course. I'm going to do the same, too, as well. So we quickly just went, and we did, we listened to the song, um, and I really like it. I love how he spoke Japanese. I felt like that was super freaking cool, how he added Japanese into his song. Um, Like, respect to him you know for his fans over there in japan you know for trying and um also putting his love for like anime out there i i like the song i might have to listen to it a few more times to get more of an opinion on it but uh for a first listen i thought it was pretty good and like you said it was cool how he makes spanish and japanese yeah it's a very unusual uh, combination. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think any artist has done that in the Spanish industry. It's usually uh, just Spanish or Spanish and English. Or yeah. Spanish or Spanish and Korean because Becky G did collab with um with uh J Hope and um Sebastian Yatra uh collabed with Monster X. Oh, okay. Yeah, so but I've never I've never I've never heard, sorry, I've never heard Japanese. Because, like, that was him speaking the Japanese, not somebody else. And usually when yeah. it's, like, the Korean, like, even with the English, uh, usually it's just, like, somebody else in the track that they collab with each other. Right. And um, we were both talking about this before, but this song does kind of give me Kayaita vibes. Yeah, for sure. Especially the backtrack. I feel like the backtrack yeah. reminded me of the beginning of Kayaya. There was like... Doo, 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 yes, yes. I definitely got that as well. Now it's on to our... Favorite song of the week. We have such contra- contrasting songs. It's not even funny. We definitely do. My song of the week is Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. I know that the song, the message behind the song, it's really dark. It's kind of sad. It's not kind of sad. It's really sad. I like how they used that and they plugged it out there through a creative outlet. And they're spreading awareness. Because before, I feel like we would just listen to this song mindlessly. Because the, the, the instruments, I feel like... That's what made this song so vibey and so cool. But now that we're older and we're actually like listening to this song, we're realizing like how forward this song was. Yeah, Not only, holy crap. Like this is about something that's deep and like... Affecting people still yeah. to this day. 
So I've been listening to Thought Shit by Megan Thee Stallion because, you know, I've been on my hot girl shit. And I really like this song. It's just very catchy. I, I've i heard a little bit of criticism about this song um, that apparently her flow wasn't like the same has stayed the same. But I thought she rapped a little bit faster compared to some of her other songs. But, you know, I'm not really that fluent in rap things rap so <laughs> i really like this it's very catchy it's very simple and i also really like the music video i love the concept of a senator being mad because all these senators were talking so much crap about wop and they were worried about the wrong things when she oh my god it was so funny in the music video uh she the senators comments on the body music video on youtube and then she calls his office and she's like you are stepping on the wrong women oh, <laughs> oh my god it Period. was awesome i really like the music video and i like the song i will be shaking uh, my hands <laughs> will be on my knees shaking ass on my thought shit oh my god i'm gonna have to listen to it i haven't heard it yet yeah for sure so, with that being said, that concludes our second episode. Yeah, exciting. We hope you guys enjoy, and yes. we will be available on Spotify soon. Yes. So was, just, We ran into a little issue last week, but it will be available soon. So, just stay tuned, and uh, next episode is going to be... Something very important. Um, I feel like it's going to be the most meaningful episode out of this whole Pride series. At least I hope so. Yeah. And um, I think it'll, uh, we got a cool topic for next time. Yeah, and we hope you guys enjoy. Please stay tuned uh, for next week, our episode next week. Just follow us on the RSS website. You guys can give us a follow. Um, to stay updated whenever we post and it'll send you guys notifications um thank you guys so much for listening mike you have anything to say happy pride loves keep uh you know just keep doing the things and living your truth <laughs> and all that just keep doing the things doing the things living your truth and all that peace